If you dig the twisted, admire the outlandish, and are enamored by the unusual, you're in the right place. True crime, the supernatural, the unexplained, now you're speaking our language. If you agree, join us as we dive into the darker side. You know, because it's more fun over here. Welcome to Total Conundrum. Warning, some listeners may find the following content disturbing. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> hey, fabulous listeners. Get ready for a roller coaster because I had the pleasure of chatting with the incredible Nisha from the Hot Garbage Show. And let me tell you, she's a true polymath, podcaster, writer, actress, the whole shebang. Wait, she's an actress too? Is there anything this podcast queen can't do? Not that I could find. She shared some true crime tales, podcasting wisdom, and even a few acting antidotes. It's like a buffet of talent. A true crime buffet. Count me in. Did she spill any exclusive hot garbage? Or are we saving that for the VIP section? Oh, you know it. Nisha gave us a sneak peek into her own true crime experience. It's like uncovering buried treasure, but with a sprinkle of Nisha's signature sass. Hot garbage and true crime? Now that's a combo I didn't know I needed. What's next? Podcast cooking shows? Hey, you might be on to something there. But for now, join us for a deep dive into Nisha's world. Trust me, it's more thrilling than a mystery novel with a plot twist on every page. Get ready for a belly-busting good time and the lowdown of Nisha's true crime escapade. This episode's got more layers than an onion in a labyrinth. You couldn't be more right. But before we start peeling back all those layers, Conundrum fam, we're here to guide you through the ultimate podcasting adventure. And folks, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's not just about the subscribes and the bell ringing. We're talking about the sacred thumbs up ritual. It's like a secret handshake, but less secret, more thumbsy. But hey, the party doesn't stop there. If you're vibing with us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, show some love with ratings and reviews. It's like sending a virtual care package filled with love and emojis. And speaking of care packages, we've got a mailbox open for all your spooky stories and chilling mysteries. Slide into our DMs like a ghost in a haunted house. We're all ears. Now for the grand finale. We're rolling out the red carpet for our podcast pals, gruesome, and unnatural podcast, and Let's Talk Turkeys. These legends shared their trailers, and we're about to treat your ears. Big shout out to them. You know what to do, listeners. Make sure to show them the love that you show us. Hey everyone, I'm Shelly. And I'm Eric. And we're the hosts of Gruesome and Unnatural, a true crime podcast about murder, cold cases, missing people, and just unnatural Join us every Monday where Shelly tells me gruesome stories that absolutely f*** with me. Yeah, subscribe and listen on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Tracy. How's it going? I'm well. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited for everybody to hear this episode. I am too. I can't wait. 
we had a special guest, Nisha from Hot Garbage True Crime Edition, and she is sharing her own true crime experience with us. And this was an epic phone call. Nisha is hilarious. She is so fun. Her personality shines like the brightest star. I just love this girl so much. Jeremy, unfortunately, had to work that evening that I spoke with her, so he got to do the fun part of editing the episode. Yeah. I think we should just get to it. What do you think? Yeah, I think let's do it. All right. Here's my phone call with Nisha. Yeah. Hey, everyone. We have a special treat for you again today. We have Nisha from the Hot Garbage Show on, and she's going to be sharing a story with us today. I'm so excited. So, Nisha, why don't you tell us about your show and where we can find you? Yes, hey, top of the day, and thank you so much for having me on. I'm excited about this. I'm um, excited, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, so basically, I'm from Hot Garbage True Crime Edition. I'm the woman half of the podcast host. Me, me and my co-host, Buddha Badass, we're best friends. And we have a true crime podcast where we talk about all different kinds of cases that's happened. And we actually kind of make a comedic film. You know, Buddha is just a funny guy. So, And most of the time, I'm the true crime junkie. He has never heard most of these stories. So it's shocking for him as well. So you're getting his actual reaction on the show. And does he give a reaction? <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, and you can find us. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, we would love for you guys to join the discussion group as well on Facebook. It's Hot Garbage True Crime Edition. And we're on Instagram at Hot Garbage Show. So we would love for everyone to be a fellow trash panda. You will not be disappointed. I can never get enough of your show. I am all caught up and I... Just bite at the bit waiting for the next episode. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. And we feel the same about you. I, we were just talking about we're friends, basically. We're not just oh, podcasting. Definitely. It's, you know, getting on the phone and chatting. I mean, we chatted probably for a good, what, 45 minutes before we even started recording. It's like, oh, yeah, we need to work now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot we were doing a podcast for a minute. Right? <laughs> Like I was saying, it's a beautiful thing that we have all built and our group keeps growing and stuff. And I'm so glad to be a part of it because it is not cutthroat. It should not mm -hmm. be a cutthroat business. We all need to help each other and grow with each other. And I do really love that about this little community that I fell into. So yeah, the first time I heard you and Buddha Badass was on One Nothing and oh my I was, gosh, I love one nothing. I was crying because I was laughing so hard. <laughs> it was an animal attack, and unfortunately, it was the victim was a little boy. Yeah. But the way that you and Buddha were going on, and you were talking, I think there was this something about hippos, and you're like. Hippos aren't dangerous. And then Buddha's like, are you kidding? They're the worst, the most dangerous animal in the world. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because I didn't know that. I was like, a hippo, I don't think about hippopotamuses being dangerous. Like, what the no, hell do they do? <laughs> they're fat and cute and they float in yeah. ponds. You know? Right. I was no, like, I, I did not know that. I just recently learned that as well. And I'm like, what? <laughs> they just yeah. they seem so innocent, but I guess that's their superpower. So. 
But yeah, I heard you guys on that show. And I actually reached out to Amanda after listening to it. I'm like, those two are incredible. Oh, I could not stop laughing. And then, of course, I had to binge your show. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm giving you a virtual hug right now. I hope you feel oh, it. I do. And now, look, we're all friends and stuff. <laughs> I know. This is awesome. And we had talked about, like, meeting up and stuff like that. So that's going to be great. Well, I still have to talk to Jeremy, and he'll hear this while he's editing. But I think we should definitely try to go to CrimeCon. And it's yeah. in Nashville. I mean, what a better place to have it. It's in Nashville? I didn't know that. It is. It's in Nashville this year. And I, we, oh, my God. I thought it was going to be like in Louisiana, but Nashville seems cool, too. Do you know what month it is? I did look it up, but I don't remember. I want to say it was June or July. Now I oh, can't remember. Okay. Yeah, we need to go to CromCon, like, for real. I have never been there, and I've always wanted to go. Yeah, I want to go real bad, too. I'm uh, just looking up here. CrimeCon 2023. No, 2023 already passed. I think it's 2024. 2024. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm a year behind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this year's going so fast. It's like, damn. <laughs> it is. Yes, it is in Nashville, and it's May 31st through June 2nd. Oh, okay. Oh, so you may see us there, everybody. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? I know Farrah yes. said that she's going to something in November. Is it like CryptidCon or CryptoCon or something like that for cryptids? I didn't even know that mm. existed. I'm learning yeah, so much. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really knowledgeable like that about cryptids. Yeah, you guys do more of just the true crime stuff. Where we yeah. dabble in a little of the paranormal and cryptids, and I keep learning more and more about these cryptids, and to tell you, it's yeah. Scary. <laughs> I don't, yeah, for me, I don't know if I'm out that much into the paranormal type stuff. So that's why I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm still. You guys are kind of making a believer out of me, and then David, he puts a lot of stuff up there from one nothing, and I'm like, he's kind of making a believer out of me, but then I don't know if I still believe in it. I don't know. Oh, some of the videos that he posts are just creepy. (laughs) They are so, they are creepy. That's why I'm like, he's kind of making a believer out of me. But for me, like the only like paranormal stuff I really believe like was like movies and stuff. Like I watch it on that, but maybe because like I told you, I never had an experience with paranormal like that. Yeah, my husband, Jeremy hasn't, I mean, he's had a few different things, but he always has his way of debunking it. So he Mm. is a a big skeptic as well. So he always goes into it with trying to debunk everything. And we are actually going to be going to the Roth house in Illinois. My sister just brought this up. Her neighbor listens to us. And she found out that they, some guy had bought this house in Illinois and redid it and opened it as an Airbnb. And it has a lot of paranormal history and um, stuff with like demonic possession and stuff. So they want to to go go there. So we haven't booked anything yet. I'm going to look into the story a little bit. My only hesitation is I don't do demons. So Mm. (laughs) if Mm. there's, I'm going to do a little research. And if there's a lot of demon stuff there, I don't think I want to put my toe in those waters. Yeah. I mean, because even though I'm not big on paranormal, I have heard things that creep me out, like stuff like demons and stuff. Like certain spirits can get on you and start making you have bad luck. I don't know. But that part kind of makes me paranoid. Because I wanted to go to. Yeah. So is that true? I mean, there is, you can have like spirit, spiritual attachments and stuff. 
I don't know if I've necessarily heard of like the bad luck, but I've heard of people having spiritual attachments that can cause depression and mental stuff. Definitely. Which could make you feel like you're having bad luck. Oh, you're yeah. You're tightening your mental... I can't think of the the words I'm trying to use. Words are not easy for me today. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a Saturday. It's good. It is. <laughs> it is. But yeah, it can definitely affect your you know mental awareness and your your feelings. And I've heard it causing anger issues with people. Like when they're in certain spaces, like even the environment and the atmosphere, you can feel that heaviness or that sadness or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so I mean, I'm sure it can, but I've never heard of it like affecting your luck. Don't quote me. I'm not an expert on it. There's so much stuff that we've barely scratched the surface. Yeah. We're learning with every story. Like with the right. black eyed kids story that we just did. I had no idea that there was white eyed kids out there. I'm like, come on. The black eyed yeah, kids are crazy that. enough. <laughs> right. That's hella scary. Imagine waking up to that. That's no. wild. No, thank you. We have a ring doorbell and it's like, I don't answer my door without looking and seeing who's that ring first. Absolutely. You got to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, let's, I'm going to let you get into your story because I know you have another interview after this. So, and I can't wait for that episode. That's, oh, I'm so excited. Thank you. Yeah. Well, so this story happened, I want to say probably almost a year ago, and it still creeps me out to this day because, so basically at this time, this was, uh, I want to say this was on a Saturday night and I was at home with my daughter and my girlfriend, I was expecting her to come over. Now, you know, usually we hang out all weekend and stuff like that. Sometimes my girlfriend comes like throughout the, the week, but you know, just the back story about that was I have been working a lot. You know, I had gone to LA to do a gig because I'm an actress as well. I have, you know, two jobs. So I have been very tired. So there's a lot of times when I, my girlfriend would come over and stuff that I would fall, I would fall asleep before she even like gets upstairs. I would be sleeping. It would irritate her so bad. She would just be calling my phone and then she would turn around and just go home, you know, because oh, no. I'm known to yeah. So because I'm known to just kind of fall asleep, you know, by the time she gets off the freeway and gets there, I'm just sleep because I'm that tired. Like I'm, I'm a type of person I get up at six o'clock in the morning, seven days a week because I have so much stuff to do and I'm go, go, go. And I'm not really that much of a night person. So I just kind of knock out, you know. Right. So that sets it up for what I'm going to tell you guys, because that Saturday night. She was on her way over. And matter of fact, she had just a part. And so she had called. She told me, hey, I'm downstairs, but I'm going to roll a blunt real quick. And then I'm going to come upstairs. So I'm like, okay. So I go on about what I'm doing. Well, I start hearing a knock at my door and it's like an aggressive knock. And anybody that knows me knows, unless I'm expecting somebody, I don't open my door at all. I don't look out of peepholes. I don't look out of windows because I don't want people to even know I'm home. You know, in the peephole, you can see the shadow. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And this was before I had the, I didn't have the ring camera at the time. So I was like, so I was like, well, I'm thinking that it's her, but something told me to like, just double check because the way that this person was knocking on the door, I was like, she wouldn't have came upstairs that fast from rolling a blunt. So I called her and I said, Hey, are you knocking at the door? And she's like, no, I just said, I'm about to sit here and roll a blunt. And then my mom, her mom had called. So she was on the phone with her mom. And I said, well, somebody is just knocking really aggressively, you know, at 
at the door. And I said, she said, okay, hold on. I'm going to get out the car and I'm going to see who it is. What? And so, Don't yeah, she was like, she, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. But she was like, man, she's like a daredevil. She was like, let me go see who it is. So she actually comes up the stairs because I live in an apartment. So it's like a little fourplex. So there's two people at the top, two people at the bottom. But I don't think my neighbors was home at the time. And so she goes to see who it is. And I just hear her because she's still on the phone with me. And it's a man at the door. And he was like, hey, he was like, I was knocking on the door because my phone is dead. And I needed somebody to let me in just so I could charge my phone real quick. And my girlfriend was like, well, you're not going in that house. We don't do that over here. So, like, you need to leave. So he leaves, you know, he just leaves no problems after that. And I don't know, like, what happened to him that night specifically after that. But so, you know, we just enjoy the rest of our night, you know, whatever. I didn't think no more of it. Well, that Monday, come that Monday, I come home in the evening time and it's a whole bunch of police. Oh, and I forgot to say my girlfriend had took a picture of him without, you know, he didn't know, but she had took a picture of him just in case, you know, so she had a picture of him on her phone. Good thinking. Yeah. So I come home that Monday night and it's a whole bunch of police cars, ambulances to where everything was just kind of roped off. And I had to tell the police like, hey, I live here for them to even let my car through. And so I come in after, you know, getting out my car and me and my daughter were walking up and one of my neighbors that I know was standing there. And I was like, what happened? Like, why is the police here? She was like, you didn't hear? She was like, I said, no, because I've been gone all day. And she was like, this old lady that lives in an apartment, whatever, just got like raped, like brutally raped. And she was like, like literally, she was like this old lady, like, and it was an old lady that lived by herself. I kind of would see her in passing, but I didn't really know her. I know her kids live kind of far. And so I guess the old lady had literally got brutally raped to where she was about, she was leaving out in an ambulance. And it was like, she almost had a heart attack and everything because she got brutally raped. And I was like, brutally raped? Because I kind of knew the old lady. I knew she lived by herself. And I was like, well, who raped this old lady? Who would have came in there and, and raped an old lady? Like, what exactly happened? So another neighbor came through and was like, oh, I just got the whole story. She was like, it was a man that knocked on the door and asked to charge his phone. And she was like, yes. And she was like, the old lady was like, okay. When she opened up the door, he pushed his way in and raped her brutally. And he had just gotten out of jail. And so they ended up catching him. And I was like, and so they actually had a picture of him on the news that it was the same man that had been at my door that night. And I was like, oh, my gosh. I said, if I was a different person, if I would have opened up my door, even if I wouldn't have thought to call my girlfriend and would have just thought that that was her and opened my door, that would have been me. And came to find out that he had been, after he left my door, he had knocked on several other, because my neighbor that lived across the way, he had knocked on her door, but her brother had answered the door. He was like, oh, my bad. I got the wrong apartment. So he was looking for somebody to rape like all weekend. Oh, my That's God. Great. Yes. Until this day, I'm chilled out because I was like, literally, the rapist was at my door. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That was crazy. Your intuition saved your ass. Oh, yeah. My. But I feel, I mean, honestly, if he would have gotten in, I think he would have gotten a, a real ass beating. Though. Yeah. I don't think I don't think that, uh, I mean, the p- poor little old lady, you mm-hmm. know, she 
she was caught, I'm sure was caught off guard, was too trusting. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, That is so unfortunate. But I'm sorry if somebody comes in and is trying, I am going to give them the fight of their fucking life they're mm-hmm. not not going down easy and i'm sure Absolutely. you're the same <laughs> yeah i'm the same way we have a lot of like we have weapons and everything else at our house so i mean he definitely wouldn't have yeah you're right he wouldn't even made it out alive to be honest with you <laughs> right because, oh my gosh i was but it was just chilling and then i came so months later you know i had just tried to find out what happened to the older lady she ended up having to move back in with her kids because it was just too much and now she got health problems and stuff because she that caused her to have like a heart attack and everything right well and the horrors that she i mean i'm sure she'll never feel safe living by herself again ever and the crazy thing you know this story reminded me of that you know the angie samota story have you ever heard of that story I haven't. Yeah. So it's a true crime story to where this girl, this happened, I think back in the 70s or the 80s, she was in college and this man knocked on her door because he needed to use the phone because he said his car was broke down. And once he was in there, he raped her and murdered her. And people were like, well, why does she open her door? Like basically like victim blaming and stuff, which I'm not going to lie, I kind of like feel the same way I feel bad for her, but as a woman or really nowadays as anybody non-binary man you should never open your door for somebody you don't know I don't care what kind of problem they have don't help nobody at all right which That's is a sad method. world sad <laughs> world is. that we've we've come to I don't think of stopping and helping people when I'm driving down the road anymore or mm-hmm. you know I, I mean, I heard a story, and actually it happened in the town that I used to live in. This woman was, um, like, working with someone to kill her husband. And she oh. staged it where she was going to make it so they had a, ended up having a flat tire or something that made them have to stop alongside mm-hmm. the road. And mm-hmm. she set it up where this guy would come up behind them to mm-hmm. help them, but tried mm-hmm. to kill her husband. And I don't think she was successful. I don't remember the whole story now. It's been a long time, but mm-hmm. so she like staged this whole thing. And ever since then, and I've heard of people staging being broke down to try to kidnap you or to murder you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's a sad world that you just can't even feel safe stopping and helping people anymore no because my my motto is well if you need a call roadside <laughs> that's what they're there for triple a because uh-uh, nobody yep. nobody needs to stop right so yeah that story is crazy and then your girlfriend even encounter you know like had an encounter with them like she should have yep. stayed in her damn car but it's right. good that she did have a picture, you know, just in case. Yeah, but I'm oh. glad too because that that really solidified that that was the that was the same man that was at my damn door. That is crazy, absolutely crazy. So I have a little one for you. I just mm-hmm. recently was listening to another podcast and they were talking about. Have you ever heard of the Girl Scout murders? Yes, that okay. story is so sad. It is mm-hmm. very sad, but it triggered a memory for me when I was in Girl Scouts. We went to this like it was like a big Girl Scout convention and it was at like a college campus and I don't remember where. I was pretty young. And mm-hmm. I want to say I was probably 8 or 9 years old. And it was at this college campus thing. And so we were going from like building to building, crossing roads, going to different areas. And there was like 
different events set up in different. So like this one, it was like you build like, I mean, I'm just pulling something out of paper airplanes or something. We did some kind of like airplanes and you had a contest to see. You had to put like different weights and stuff on it to try to see how, you know, if you can get it to fly the farthest. And Mm -hmm. so like all Mm -hmm. these different interactive activities. And Mm -hmm. my friend of mine and I were walking from one building to the other And this car pulled up to us and asked us if we wanted the cliche, do you want some candy? And we Mm -hmm. were like, no. And started, you know, kept walking. They got out of their car and they chased us. Oh, what? (laughs) Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. I'm Movie Miss, one of the co-hosts of the great podcast about bad movies called Let's Talk Turkeys. Where you'll find our format is a bit different than the other talking head programs you're used to. I'm a Gen Xer. My co-host is a millennial. So we're usually on the same page, but we do occasionally agree to disagree. And we always have a good laugh. Join us as we cover the good, the bad, and the ugly of cinema. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you find quality podcasts. And so we're on this college campus that we don't know where we're going, what we're doing, whatever. So we ran up like to this building while they were chasing us. And it was kind of like, it was like kind of a secluded walkway type thing. It had like a half concrete wall. So there was the building, a sidewalk and like a half concrete wall. And we ran over there and we were trying, you know, we were little, so, you know, we could kind of duck down, but they found us. So they're chasing us up this Ah. wall or this walkway thing that's enclosed. There's no way we can get out of this walkway. Mm -hmm. If that, you know, that makes sense. So we were like caught in there. You guys were kind of trapped in there. Right. So we're running and it was a long way, like wrapped around the building and we get up to a door, and the freaking door is locked. Oh, no, my goodness. So this gives me anxiety. Right? And oh, we're God. banging and banging and banging and screaming. And finally, someone hears us right as the guys catch up. And they turn around and they leave. That's and crazy. Never caught, never, you know, we gave descriptions or whatever of them, but... I had completely, I don't know if I like shut it out of my head or blocked it out. But when I was listening to that podcast the other day about that Girl Scout thing, I just like triggered, you know, I think it's more like as you get older, you lose some of your memories from back then. Yeah. And it uh-huh. just kind of like, I'm like, my gosh, I had an incident when I was in Girl Scouts, too. Yeah. And but something yeah, like these, that, you probably don't want to remember it because it's so traumatic. It, like, w- it was. And being trapped in that area was. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine if those people wouldn't have been home or wouldn't have answered? Like, because like, that's what made the people leave. Yeah, it was the other. It was another Girl Scout that let us in. Damn. Yeah. That could have played out differently. Definitely. Very different. It's crazy. Oh my god, that's yeah. crazy. I may not have been talking to you right now. That's right? crazy, right? Oh my god! If you don't mind me asking, what year were you born? Nineteen eighty-three. Okay, so you're younger than me. I was in seventy-five. Really? And... I thought we were the same age. You look good, yeah. girl. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm aging myself, people. Just forget it after this podcast. I, I'm, I'm yeah. actually twenty again. But right. So we had a lot of freedom growing up. We would ride our bikes to the park. And I mean, I lived in the country and I would ride four miles to town on my bike and I would spend 
the entire day in town playing at the park or meeting with friends. We just knew that we had to be home before the streetlights came on. You know, Mm -hmm. that was kind of the known thing. You had to be home before the streetlights were on. We never stayed in the house and watched TV as kids. We knew if we stayed in the house and watched TV, our parents would think we were bored and we'd have chores to do. So Mm -hmm. we were outside doing something all the time. And I was like, God, we really had a great childhood. And then now I start this podcast and all of these kidnappings and serial killers and rape, uh, like all of that stuff happened in the 70s and 80s. I'm like, how oh, did yeah. I survive? <laughs> I know, right? That's the crazy thing. And everybody was like, oh, it was so safe in the 70s and 80s. But really, that was really the time, too, of when kids played outside. People left their doors unlocked because it was oh, so yeah. secure. You know, how is everybody alive? I don't know. I will say I had a, an, an amazing childhood because of all the things that I did. And, you know, the you would use your imagination and you would do all of these things that kids don't do these days. But in the same sense, it's like there were so many opportunities that I could have just vanished. They're really like, that's crazy. I would never let my kids just be gone all day and not know where they are. And we didn't have cell phones. We didn't I have just don't say that. any of that stuff. Like, yeah. I was ta- I was talking with uh, Courtney. She was telling me some ghost stories the other night. And she was saying that when she was in high school, she had something happen. And she was on her, you know, or she grabbed her phone and she either called or text, sent a text to her mom. This was while she was in high school. I'm like, I didn't get my first cell phone until after I had my kids. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like so, and it I was mean, the big blocky ones at that. It yes. wasn't the ones we have now. <laughs> no, they didn't do much of anything except for at take all. up a lot of space in your purse. Yeah, and <laughs> remember you that could game even put them in there. That was that? my favorite game. Remember that? Remember when the big blocky cell phone had that one game that we all love, Snake? Remember Snake? Oh, and uh, oh. what was the other one? The ping ping pong or where the ball would like you have the paddles and you're like knocking the ball back and forth trying not to oh. miss the ball I, I think it was called like pong or something like that i played yeah, that one on too. The cell phone. Yeah. oh my gosh <laughs> that's back when the cell phones had the good games huh right right the ones i could actually understand and play <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh, memories. Yes. Or, you know, when you went to go get them, it's like you, a lot of times, I think the ones that I started with, you'd have to get cards or something for them too. Yeah. Yeah. The, it, uh, what was it? The memory cards, right? Yeah. Or the something. memory card. Yeah. You had to get the memory cards and then you didn't have just like an unlimited plan. It was very limited. I remember like you waited till after nine o'clock to call people or call them on the yeah. weekends because then it didn't use your minutes or something. Yes. I remember that it was after nine. Yeah. I forgot about the minutes. I'd be like, hit me after nine. Cause I ain't calling yes. nobody or nothing. Yes. Yeah. After nine and weekends, I think were like the unlimited times. And I mean, now it's like, you don't even think about it. I mean, even when we had the home phones, like you and I, this conversation would probably cost $100, mm-hmm. you know, back yeah, in the day with the back. home phones, mm-hmm. long distance. And oh, boy, did I ring up some phone bills when I was a teenager. I'm sorry, Mom. Oh, right. <laughs> uh, you remember how they used to have, so the 1-800 numbers was free, but remember they used to have the 1-900 numbers. And I think those was the numbers that you would call, like, I, have you ever watched, like, like we videos they have this uh channel where you can request what song you want to play oh yeah you have to call a one yeah 
I yep. couldn't even call the one nine hundred numbers. Yeah, because they was too expensive. Uh, very expensive. Well, even if you had a friend that lived in the next town over, yeah. it was long distance to call your friend in the next town over. And then after a few, <laughs> after years, it changed where you could call people in your area code for free. Yeah. And then now it's just, I mean, I don't even know. I haven't had a home phone in a long time. Is is there even still long distance on a home phone? Uh, so I don't know. That's a good question. Any listeners out there, let us know. Because I don't even, I haven't had a home phone in damn, I don't know how long. I haven't either. It's been a very hot minute for us. I mean, yeah. we've got so many freaking devices and... You know, that we no need for the home phone. <laughs> right. I don't know. What would you even use a home phone now for anyway right now? I'm not sure because it's not very often that cell phone towers or anything would go down. Or Yeah. I have heard that even if you don't have phone service or like a home phone like set up, if you keep a phone and plug it into your jack, if you have an emergency, you can call 911 from it. As long as oh, your jack real? is up and working or if it's functional. Damn, but I don't I even think, know where my jack is in my house. Like my I, my phone jack. I think we took all of ours out when we redid our house, remodeled our house. I think we took all of our phone ones out. Oh, yeah. But yeah, but I don't even have a, I don't have an old phone anyway to plug into it. So it wouldn't do me any good even if I knew where the jack was. <laughs> oh, yeah. I do miss my phone. I had two phones that I really loved. My old, like, so remember them phones that was a shape of lips? I had that and I had the see-through one. The see, I had the see-through one too. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> I love the C41. I think I actually have a picture of me on it when I was in high school. I I was so happy and I, I saved up some money and bought it because they weren't that cheap. I never yeah, had the lips one, but I had the see-through one. <laughs> and that brings me back to, because, so, okay, so remember, because our family kind of was poor. And remember how back in the day, those Mac computers, the see-through Mac computers, where you could, like, see, like, they'd be different colors, like purple, blue, and you could see through those? Uh-huh. I wanted one of those so bad. They was uh, that they was out of our price range for our family. I never got to get me one of those. No, they went out either. of style. Yeah. yeah, they were hella, well, what was considered expensive back then. We couldn't afford that. No, computers <laughs> back in the day, I mean, right now you can pick up a Chromebook for a couple hundred bucks. And back in the day, those MacBooks were, th or those uh, Mac computers were thousands. Or, or Actually, they weren't even called Mac. They were just Apple, weren't they? They were just, then? I think, Apple computer or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, they were thousands and thousands of dollars. Well, they still are. Jeremy mm -hmm. got a, I, I think it's called an iMac. It's the, it's a monitor and computer and stuff all in one. I don't know. I, I have all the Apple devices, but I don't know much about the Apple computers. I've always been a PC person, but I don't even remember what we spent on this thing. And I looked at getting an, a MacBook. You're looking at four or five grand. I'm like, geez. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, cool. they're supposed to be really good for, you know, editing and stuff like that. Jeremy loves his, but I think oh, if I get awesome. one, I'll keep my PC laptop and then I'll just get a desktop Mac if I do get mm -hmm. one. But yeah, they're still not cheap. They still definitely have a racket going. But I mean, look what we pay for our cell phones. I don't know if you have oh, Apple or Android, but... Neither of them are cheap anymore. <laughs> well, oh, at all. That's why I'm I'm on several payment plans between right. my phone, my kid's phone. I was like, I'm tired of paying T-Mobile. Oh my god! Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
then they keep coming out with the new, the bigger and the better, and you know, it's like, yeah. I want we it. don't do that. My rule is like for my kids. Well, now my son he has a job, so he has to send me his portion of the phone bill. But they have to once their phone is paid off, they have to keep it for a year after it's paid off before it's switched out. And they hate that rule, but I'm not gonna not. I have to have that break, you know, of not paying on something for me. Oh, for <laughs> sure. And they really don't change that much. They really no. don't. It's you know, it's little things here and there, and. But yeah, we have the same thing. We have I don't even know how many devi- devices on our our phone bill. <laughs> like, yeah. You yeah. got the phones, you got the watches, you got the tablets, you got mm-hmm. Don't forget the AirPods. I've got the AirPods too, yep. And we mm-hmm. have the older version and then we got the newer version of the AirPods. And so we keep our, kept our older ones as backups because with what we do for work, we're always listening to something because you have just so many hours of quiet and I can't do quiet. I need I need something. I need some kind of brain activity going on. And uh, we saved our old ones and we carry them in our vehicles just in case like our new ones are dead or whatever. My youngest daughter came back home this summer in between college and she jacked my old set. I was because hers broke. <laughs> I'm like, I go to grab them out of the car the other day because mine died while I was cleaning and mm-hmm. or, or died when I was working. And I'm like, I message her. I'm like, did you take my AirPods to school with you? She's like, yeah, my left one wasn't working anymore. You look oh, shit. Well, that's hilarious. <laughs> But I mean, you can say, obviously, I don't utilize them very much because she had been in school for what now two over two months. I didn't even mm-hmm. notice that they were gone until the day I needed them. <laughs> right. That's that's funny. That's like yeah. your daughter sounds like mine. She'd be just oh, taking yeah. my she don't even ask. She just oh, takes stuff. And I'd be like, where's my stuff? Yep, she'll walk out of the house. I'll be like, nice shoes. Thanks. I thought they looked cute with my outfit. You know? Yeah. Or well, my daughter's thing is perfume now. She likes to use it. I tell her you can use the bath because she has her own bath and body works, her own stuff. But for some reason, she likes to go into my expensive perfume. And I'm oh, like, yeah. mom, yeah, you can't spray these like the bath and body works. Oh, these are one squirt perfumes. You sit over here just taking it all up. Right. Yeah. You smell it from blocks away. <laughs> right. I'm like, damn. And most of my expensive perfumes people give to me as gifts. So I'm like, right. I'm not just gonna go out and replace it. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, and it's they definitely have a different consistency. Like the bath and body, like the body sprays and stuff, they just they don't last. And you do, you have to like bathe in them. But yeah. The, the more expensive ones, yeah, it's just a little dabble, do ya? And yeah, but isn't I get so sad with perfumes? I you love do? them. I do. I love perfumes. I love smelling them. You know, like when you get a new perfume, a new scent that you've never had, it's like mm. you're like, oh, it smells so good, and you smell it, but then you get nose blind to it, and you oh, don't smell yeah, it me. anymore, and it makes me sad. Mm-hmm. And even if yeah, I like s- switch it up and like. Don't use it for a long time. I still feel like I don't smell it like I did the first time, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everybody else is telling you how good you smell. You don't smell it no more. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get, like, nose blind to it. It makes me sad. <laughs> you, yeah. You spend that money and you smell so pretty. I want to smell it, too. <laughs> right. 
I, you know what? I started mixing mine because Bath and Body Works, like, you know, they always got those good sales. So I don't like to just use like one smell. So now, like, when people ask me what I'm wearing, I don't even know what I wear. I just spray a little bit of everything. <laughs> just like take a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. I should try that. Well, yeah. I'm going to smell like this today. Mm-hmm. But that's great i yeah and the makeup thing we have i don't know have you ever done uh the boxy charm oh yeah i was doing that before yeah yeah Yeah. i did i had to stop i had to quit because i have so much now so much and Mm -hmm. i bought like a little makeup cart and stuff and i've got like so many palettes and all this other stuff but I miss getting it because it was so yeah. fun. It was like a little present each month and, and mm-hmm. it was so fun to see what you get and try all the new things. And I'm like, but I had to stop, stop the subscription. Cause I got so many things. I'm like, I need to use some of this stuff up before it all goes yeah. bad. But I miss, you I love, you do. I mean, I did the base thing where you got it every month. And then once every three months, you got the premium box or whatever. So you got more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well, it's- anyway, I suppose I should let you get going so you can get prepped for your next interview. Yeah, this is really fun. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, thank you for telling that that story. It's traumatizing. It's oh, my God. <laughs> Very. But, well, thank you so much, Nisha, and I can't wait until we uh, do our crossover and we actually have the guys on. I think, the, oh my gosh, I'm afraid that I'm going to end up having to have Kleenexes or something that day. I'm going to be laughing so hard, I'm going to be crying the entire time. Oh, yeah, well, I can't wait. Me either. Well, you have a great day, and thanks again, Nisha. You too. Talk soon. Bye-bye. I got to say, Tracy, that was a good episode. It was so fun. I you could talk and to her Nisha forever. were hilarious. <laughs> I could talk to her forever. She is just the greatest. And we're going to have a lot of fun on our crossover, aren't we? We certainly are. When you add Buddha Badass to the mix, oh, oh my gosh, I'm yeah. going to be in stitches. <laughs> it's going to be good. <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to need to uh, just you know, like wear something tighter on the stomach or something. Cause I have a feeling he's just going to have me bust in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of crossovers, we've got a few more coming up. Not only do we have Nisha and Buddha, we're going to have one with chasing legends. We're going to have one with the conversation cabin and we have a special crossover that's going to have multiple different podcasts. It's going to be released after Thanksgiving, but we're going to do a Friendsgiving episode. And not only that, I don't know if you remember from the last episode, we were talking about that story collab with Courtney. Do you recall that? I don't recall. The progressive story that I said I tried. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I did what Courtney said. I reached out to a bunch of different podcasters. Yeah, I seen you got somebody to write part of that story. Yes, it's in progress. We have 15 podcasts that are each going to be writing a portion of the story and then recording it. And we're going to put it all together for one big episode for you guys. So nice. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be so fun. It's already been so fun getting everybody together and chatting and stuff so all right well should we get into our 
conundrum challenge this week? We didn't have a proper answer for the last conundrum challenge, so we're moving on to the next one. This one, little turkey day themed. Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> what do you get if you divide the circumference of a pumpkin by its diameter on Thanksgiving? What? That's what I said. We'll oh see if we God. have any smart listeners out there. I hope so, because I can't solve it. Me either. All right, everybody, that's all we have for you today. All right, people. Goodbye. Keep on creeping on, everybody. Love you. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us here at Total Conundrum. Please make sure to check out our website and blog at TotalConundrum.com. For news, upcoming events, merch, bloopers, and additional hysteria, you never know what will pop up, so be sure to follow along. If you want to show your support for Total Conundrum and gain access to all of our bonus content, please visit our Patreon page. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The links are available in our show notes. If you have any questions, comments, recommendations, or stories to share, please email us at contact at totalconundrum.com. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. If you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate the love. Keep on creeping on, mother cluckers.